1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. This is the podcast that covers news and events happening in the world of Lucha Libre, talking Mexico-based promotions and top independents, along with luchador-related news from throughout the United States. The Lucha Central Weekly Podcast is part of the Lucha Central Podcast Network on LuchaCentral.com. This podcast and others from the network are also available on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Speaker, and more. And of course, a shout out to our streaming partners at TheChairShot.com. My name is Miranda Morales, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast, and let me bring in the rest of the team. Introducing first, he is the dashing one, Mr. Dusty Murphy. Dusty, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. How are you doing, Miranda?
1: I am doing well. So well, in fact. Got to bring in the third member of this trio, and that's who?
2: Who? Who? Who?
1: It is the one and only <laughs> Brendan Barr.
0: That's
3: it. Hey, hey. How we doing?
1: Doing well. Uh, I joked as I was literally pressing record, putting together two different sayings, uh, uh, let's get this show on the road and, and uh, let's get the ball rolling. I combined them together to make one new framing saying, of uh, let's just get this started. Um, uh, so that's how, that's how I am today.
3: Hey, inventing new words, uh, new phrases is great. Maybe we can put that on a t-shirt.
1: Maybe, <laughs> yes. Once we come up with our own isms, um, <laughs> then that's where the t-shirt business um, may start. I mean, we do know some people in the t-shirt business. You know, the entire team at Master Republic um,
3: is – No, they don't sell any t-shirts. <laughs> they are
1: pretty good at uh, marketing, developing concepts, uh, promotion, all of that. So maybe we can consult with uh, the bosses, uh, Ruben Zamora and Kevin Kleinrock, one day once we venture into that world. <laughs>
3: You heard it first. We're going to have Mass Republic publish our shirts someday, <laughs> someday, soon, trademark. Is yeah, so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have to go through all of the logistics, and we have not even yet talked to the bosses about this. This may be the first that they hear
3: about this plan. <laughs> it, it almost definitely is.
1: But, uh, you know, we have a great show for you ahead, some pretty big topics in the world of Lucha Libre, some really big shakeups in AAA, if you have not... Ooh. Seen it on the internet or have just had your head buried under some sand, you may know that there's been some two pretty big additions to uh, AAA just in the past week. We also got news covering a little bit of CMLL, a little bit of MLW, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So we're going to kick this show off with our news of the week with Brendan.
3: Oh, we just got a quick couple of uh, things. I am going to start the list alphabetically with arm drag. Uh, those of you who are, <laughs> you see, I got Miranda with that one. Um, it, uh, congratulations to Roy Lucier, super fan, that we are still going to t- talk to at some point. I promise, Roy. But I mean, you've been a little busy with what with getting engaged and all, and and people yeah. covering it in the news. So. Um, congratulations on that, uh, Dusty. I think you can explain the arm drag reference better than me, so I'm going to let you do that one.
2: Yeah, he said on Facebook that he was going to list—I I, I believe it was a thousand and sixty-four reasons he <laughs> he loved his wife at their uh, wedding, and he was going to finish with arm drag to, <laughs> you know, to honor Chris and Lucha Libre.
1: And And he did post that on his socials, so he did get
2: get to see the video. And speaking of socials, Dos Caras shared the video of Roy coming in to the wedding with Sky High by Jigsaw playing, which was like the Mil Mascaras theme, Dos Caras' theme that they used in Japan. So you know that had to be a cool moment for Roy, that Dos Caras, of all people, Mm -hmm. shared his entrance into the wedding on social media. So Uh, cool. And and Roy, we've mentioned super fans, so this has to be especially sweet for him. Uh, if anybody was going to get that shine on their wedding day, it's nice that it was him.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, and he's been such a uh, regular in the wrestling, the Lucha Libre scene in particular. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys know him. If you were to take a snapshot of, of that wedding audience... About half of them are going to cover their faces.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and even you know, had guests like uh, Sabu um, in attendance at the wedding. Uh, de Vikingo gave him a shout out on social media, congratulating him. Um, his specialty drink uh, for the wedding was a Blue Demon, which was I think a vodka uh, type of drink. But anyway, it was like a
2: vodka Collins with blue yes. curacao. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yes. But uh, say, you know, through to- and through. Yeah, yeah, no, and and you will you will never I mean you've we've seen him on the front row of so many Lucha Libre events. Uh he, he last uh the last big one he was flexing at uh his uh triple A tattoo at a uh at a triple A in the front row of a triple A event. So
2: Yeah, I was gonna say you can always recognize him by the Versace shirt and the triple A tattoo.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> like those are his trademarks. It's
3: true. So. It's true. Congratulations, Roy. Uh, we, we're super happy for you, and honestly, we are coming back around for you. I, I'm really glad that, uh. We're coming for such, you, Roy. Yeah. You have such a good <laughs> excuse. <laughs>
1: Sounded very menacing.
3: <laughs> well, I think he appreciates the energy that's coming. Yes, yeah,
1: we're, we're coming, we're coming with a, you know, aggression for you, Roy. We are we are aggressively pursuing you for an interview. Uh,
3: so my only other story is uh, we are going to have New Japan's going to have Fantasticomania Mania coming up at the end of February. Uh, after Fantastica Mania, CML has now announced that several of their luchadors will be involved in the Juniors Tournament. That is going to be a two-day event in Japan as well. So, for those of you who don't get enough lucha in Japan energy out of Fantastica Mania, you're going to get two more days. But uh names have not been announced yet, so, you know, stay tuned. We will have more on that as we get going. Um, because the news is so huge this week... I am jumping over the indie roundup to let to let uh, Dusty have a little more time to talk about all the crazy news. but as always, please send me your results your 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 pictures your your dates, anything you've got. Uh, we will give you the infos at the end of the show.
1: Yes. So the only things to add a uh, PCW ultra uh, anniversary show this Friday in Wilmington, California. The next day, uh, in Palm Springs, Mass Republic has their Lucha Libre Mexicana show, uh, scheduled uh, in Cathedral City that is been rescheduled. From a few weeks ago um, to Saturday. So two pretty uh, big dates for Lucha Libre action in Southern California. I will be there. So I will be reporting back to the team next week on what happened at PCW Ultra and Lucha Libre Mexicana. Uh, and also just uh, for funsies, um, FSW Future Stars of Wrestling has their big uh, event, No Escape, Execution Day, uh, scheduled for Sunday, uh, and that's going to be in uh, Las Vegas. It's actually at the Silver Nugget Casino um, that is available on Fight TV. So if there's any Lucha Action from FSW, I'll be reporting back, but for sure I'll be reporting back from PCW Ultra and Lucha Libre Mexicana.
3: And uh, that's the rescheduled date for
2: the Mass Republic show, yes. right?
1: Yeah, that was the one that was supposed to happen. Um, Two weeks ago, but was uh, rescheduled due to weather. Um, So now it's happening um, this Saturday, um, hopefully in better weather conditions, drier weather conditions um, in uh, Cathedral
3: City. Wonderful. Thank you for that update. I look forward to hearing the results next week.
1: All right. Well, now that we've got that part of the show all taken care of, we are going to give it. or send it to uh, Denise Salcedo, who brings us this week's Lucha Central Central.
2: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
0: Hey everyone, it's Denise Salcedo here in Lucha Central Central with a reminder of where and when to catch all of the great network contents this week. Get the full lineup and listen to all of our shows in the Podcast Network section of LuchaCentral.com. On Tuesdays, Mats and Mayhem takes you inside the world of Lucha Underground as they take you weekly through the series with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of special guests from the groundbreaking series... Check out the premiere video stream every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Lucha Central YouTube channel and at LuchaCentral.com. Then listen to it on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. Tuesday nights live, it's Wrestle Boss, where Fabi Chulo talks MMA and pro wrestling with special guests and listener call-ins. Visit WrestleBossLive.com Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific to listen live or call in with questions or download the show on podcast platforms On Wednesdays, Wednesday nights live on Facebook, it's Spanish show, La Mesa de los Margaros, giving you both the news and the cheese made from around the lucha world. Special guests and a whole lot of fun make it one of the most talked about shows in Mexico. Thursdays, it's straight out of the bodega with Papo Esco and PWR promoter Gabriel Ramirez, as they have guests from throughout the wrestling world pull up to give an inside look into their careers. From indie standouts to television superstars, each week brings a new name and perspective.
1: Thank you to Denise Alcedo, who brings us this week's Lucha Central. Central letting you know what's happening throughout the Lucha Central podcast network. Up next, we are going to dive into the deep news of the week. We're going to start off with a little CMLL. So, Brandon, go ahead and take it away.
3: All right. So I promise you I'd keep you up to date with the other with the ongoing Rocky Romero situation. I don't mean to make it sound that dramatic. He is not a uh, incoming storm. <laughs> But, I mean, kind of. Uh, There was a a that match, the promised match that I was thinking was totally not going to go the way it did. Absolutely went the way that it did. Uh, Rocky Romero won the NWA Welterweight Championship off of Volador Jr. in their scheduled match. So your new CMLL champion... Is going into Mania with that belt. That's gotta be what's going on, is they're going we're gonna see that. They also teased that uh, a Volador asked for an apuestas match, a hair versus hair match at the end of it. Rocky was like, You'd like that, wouldn't you? Too bad. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> So rude.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah so in order for volador to get a match with him he says that he's got to win a match so they're gonna face off again at least one more time before we get anything for the belt or for for the hair it sounds like which is super exciting the other really cool news about this is that uh this went up for free on youtube when it went live apparently there were some issues with the video uh, with the, the normal pay-per-view structure they use. So they put it up on YouTube. I watched it after the fact, cause so I finally got to see a, a CMLL pay-per-view uh, uh, because normally I'm working on Fridays when they have these things. And I really missed it. I missed seeing the Friday night show, which was, is one of my favorite Lucha shows. Uh, so it, go over to CMLL's channel, see the whole card. All of it is good. Um, even if you don't like it, you know, it's video on demand now. You can fast forward through a match and get to the next one. I promise. It, they're all... But uh, Rocky and and Volador have such good energy in the, all of the matches I've seen. Like, it's just super exciting. And uh, I'm not normally a big fan of either of these guys. I don't... Like, I mean, I like Rocky. I like Volador. But I'm never, like, I got to see sit down and watch the match. This, for me, has become... A must-watch few days that and the energy between the two of them is so good um, did you did you get a chance to see it Tosti? yeah it sounds like you might
2: have not yeah i i need to i love rocky's work <laughs> and he, he's been around he's done so much in new japan yeah and it really feels like he's finally getting the attention he deserves and mm-hmm. kind of getting the spotlight on him a little bit and that's been so satisfying i got to see rocky wrestle uh last summer was part of the forbidden door thing and the lead up to that that was a a big moment for me. And yeah, just very cool to see him get his moment in the spotlight for this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like he's going
2: to get a little more. No,
1: keep going. Oh no. I was just going to say, he's really, I mean, he's been more open talking about a broader open door, you know, forbidden door too. So he's been getting a lot more buzz too, um, in the news of just vocalizing, um, you know, what fans have always wanted, you know, a super forbidden door between companies and more companies working together to cross promote talent. Um, you know, and, and granted, WWE is still in this interesting phase now where we saw bits of that happen with Shinsuke and, and Noah. And, you know, we thought maybe that would be where this would, you know, create more opportunities for, um, you know, other, other wrestlers to cross over maybe so not not so much right now with the changes but um you know i think he's now becoming this face uh more of an american face for new japan um that people are becoming more like yeah becoming more synonymous with that here in the states and i think yes. it's just because of the way that he's talking about you know really the international landscape of wrestling and how cross-promotional it has been and um you know, seeing how, you know, really trying to to tease American companies into that. um, Well, and
3: and New Japan still has the L.A. Dojo, which is putting Mm -hmm. its own TV production together, too. So he's been a big part of making that a thing. And and as you said, that's so he's kind of branding it that way as well. Uh, We've got, you know, yeah, as far as the Japanese style, there's a lot of opportunities exploding, and I love the fact that they're not excluding Mexico, unlike <laughs> uh, uh, some of the Americans. uh just <laughs> <laughs> no no shade there, no shade whatsoever uh, but yeah it's it's good stuff, um and I just did want to give the shout out that not only can you go see it on YouTube, it is probably my match of the week like I haven't I think it was really good. I was a big fan to for those of you who watched the the uh Cruiserweight the first Cruiserweight tournament Grand Metal League and uh and uh Tozawa I believe it was had a had a nice little back and forth where they just kept switching between Japanese strong style and lucha and it just made my brain so happy and that's the same kind of energy I got out of this cuz they Rocky can do both and Volador can do both and they both switch back and forth just to show each other that that anything you can do, I can do as well and I've loved it.
1: Okay. Well, thank you, Brendan, for that CML update. We're going to continue uh, to really keep our eye on Rocky Romero and other events happening in CMLL. But now to what I guess we call the main event, even though it's not the... Zach Lachs, new story, (laughs) Um, and this is the big defection to AAA, Mm -hmm. and so Dusty, I'm going to let you uh, do what you do best, and let us know what happened.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, just to get the big news out first, Negro Casas and his wife, Dolly, they have defected to AAA. If you know anything about the history of Negro Casas, he has worked for CMLL since about 1991. So over 30 years. Before that, he was CMLL or EMLL as it was at the time. He was adjacent. Like he, he didn't work for them, but he did a lot of Arena Mexico shows. And, you know, he was kind of just hanging around until they picked him up. This is a huge, huge deal. It cannot be overstated. What a big deal this is that he has left for AAA. Like I say, for over 30 years, if you wanted to see him, you had to see him and see him LL.
3: And it and, was – as he got older, it was – you had to go on Friday night. Like it was, yes. you couldn't just go on any old night to see him. Just, sorry. Yeah, it
2: had to be the Super Vierna shows on Fridays and – uh Yeah. And he is older, as Brendan mentioned. He's 63 years old now. And there were some rumors and, you know, like fairly accurate online sources were kind of in agreement that they were going to have perhaps not a retirement show necessarily, but definitely a celebration of the career of Negro Casas and CMLL. And, but, you know, he felt he still had a lot of gas left in the tank, baby. So he didn't (laughs) want to stop. He went, he went to AAA, took his wife with him. Really surprising in some ways that he left, but at the same time, it's not super surprising. The way they debuted, they came out in Psycho Clown masks, helped clear the ring, <laughs> yeah. you know, showed up. It was very cool, but for those that don't know, Psycho Clown is married to Negro Casas's daughter, Zareda, mm-hmm. and so that is his father-in-law, and mm-hmm. they had Psycho Clown's Psycho Clowns kids, Casas' grandkids there with them as well. It was a cool thing, family thing. And, you know, they Negro Cossus, Sam Samadonis, they're shorn enemies. They hadn't a place to smash. Sam lost his hair. So this figures into that whole feud, such a cool thing for Sam Adonis that this might get to play out for him and AAA too. Uh, Even though Negro Casas is older, it really is cool to see that interaction between the two and it's cross generational and there's something so exciting. It's not necessarily a passing of the torch, but it definitely has that feel of like the older guy giving a lot to the younger guy And, you know, trying to make him look good. And Sam always looks great. Anybody that wrestles Negro Casas looks great. Oh, man. And, and, I mean, such a fantastic match. And the other exciting part of this is that for a long time, If you wanted to see, CMLL, I don't know if we've ever covered this on the show, but they do a limited number of shows, and they're all, like, Mexico City adjacent, if they're not in Mexico City.
3: They've got three arenas. Yeah, uh, Guadalajara is, I think, the furthest away from Mexico City.
2: Right, and uh, then uh, Arena Puebla, I believe.
3: Yeah, that's the third arena. I'm I'm not positive which one is, from my recollection. I I think think Guadalajara is
2: farther. I think you're right. And... But they had a limited number of venues where you could go see him if you were a fan. And if you didn't live in the immediate area, you were just kind of shit out of luck. But AAA tours all over Mexico, I mean, they hit Monterey, they hit Cancun, they hit Merida. You know, they make all the stops, Acapulco. They hit everywhere. So this is going to open up the possibility for a lot of fans to get to see him in person, which is – Very exciting. A lot of, you know, Mexican fans have kind of been left out of the loop with Negro Casas for a while, since 1991, and to have that is just incredibly exciting, but there's also the potential for matchups, you know, we... (sighs) I don't want to say CMLL is stale because at times it's one of the most exciting promotions in the world. But Negro Costas had been there so long, we've seen, like, every type of match he could have. We've seen him with pretty much every competitor. So to get to see him do something fresh in AAA is really exciting. Um, You know, just very cool. I don't know if Brian Cage is still signed with Triple-A, but, like, <laughs> can you imagine Negro Costas versus Brian Cage? Oh, uh uh-huh. yeah. Like, that's the match I want. Uh, I would, I'm, in this,
3: I'm in the same vein as you. I want to see Tarus. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, so good. But, so I want to jump in for just a second here since we're talking about that. This leaves a giant hole near the top of the card in CMLL. So we're going to see some big forced shakeups. He was still uh, being announced for matches like next week. So I don't think that everybody at CMLL knew that he was going to do this. And this is probably another deep scar in the CMLL, uh, AAA feud. But, oh, uh, certainly. That, but yeah. this is going to open up a whole bunch more spots. He was, um, he was mostly being, uh, on the Rudo side, they were using him a lot of uh, uh, of the the good guy and bad guy tag team matches at the, this point, and they weren't putting him in a lot of feuds, but that he was always near the top of the card. So now a lot of these younger guys that have been waiting can move further up the card. You're going to see some more interesting matchups. I will be keeping an eye on that as well. But so, the, I mean, to Dusty's point. I don't want to use the word stale, but they did a lot of very cynical booking on a lot of their shows. Like their Monday show is de- feels like it's designed entirely for tourists. Like it's we're just yeah. going to put people out there in the same couple of matchups, and they're going to do the same couple of, of moves, uh, just mixed or jumbled around a little bit to keep it a little bit fresh for the wrestlers. And um, you know, and now they can't they can't lean on that as much. So we're going to have a lot of that. There's more impact on the other half of the card, but Dusty hasn't gotten there yet, so I'll come come back to that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, get... but we can touch on that now, too. With Dalise also leaving CMLL and going to AAA, she was kind of the final boss of the women's division <laughs> yes. in CMLL. I mean, she yes. was really the top of the pyramid, and so – For her to leave, this opens up a lot of possibility for the women's division. Mm -hmm. And if there was one division in CMLL that really needed some attention, attention, aside from perhaps maybe the minis and the micros, the the women's division really needed some refreshing and just a <laughs> shake up. Uh, we we saw Fabi Apache leave and go to CMLL. This has to be huge. I mean no no slight to Dolly's, but Fabi's technical work is stronger than Dolly's. And I, so, I, yeah.
3: she's I more mean, of a despair. a striker, a powerhouse than a striker.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah. And and so I mean, Dalise is more brutal. She has a, a presence that cannot be denied. But the technical work, I think, is definitely on Fabi's side. And so for somebody like that that's a big name, recently came to CMLL, now that Dalise is gone, she's got a chance to go straight to the top. I, there, and there's other women in the women's division that have a chance to go straight to the top now.
3: So there – I, I you know, Cubs fan talks a bit about it. I have some knowledge on this too. It was very political on that. And Dolly's had a huge amount of sway um, on who got, who got to be popular, who got to be, uh, you know, used a lot. And uh, so so you're going to see a big shakeup because she's not there to be that that guiding hand, even in the matches she's not in. Um, and then uh, Cubs fan also alluded to this. The problem is that because she was such a big deal in CMLL and had so much power, She's going from being the one of the top dogs to being one of many talented women. The-
1: that's a that's a really good point. Um, yeah. Because the AAA women's even division, I mean, it is somewhat lean, but still some of the best you know wrestlers in the world. And so I think that yeah. the level of competition is granted. You know that means that there's the possibility of a lot of great matches, but. Um, you know, maybe the influence that she used to have in CMLL and also, um, you know, that, that level of notoriety is not going to be the same. And so, no. you know, no. I don't know if she'd be receptive to that, but I would imagine that that was already it's on the, you know, yeah. already known making that
3: jump. Well, uh, yeah. It's going to be curious to see for me, uh, cause knowing and, and feeling are two different things, right? Yeah. I know I know it's going to suck next year, or I know it's going to suck at work tomorrow, but I don't know how it is until I'm in the middle of it, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Uh, um, I also feel like they missed an opportunity with that because she did come out and she took a side against Sam at this point. I thought she would have been better used as a La Impresso wrestler myself.
2: Ooh, that would have been a cool spot, yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe we'll get a turn at some point. I was morning. gonna say,
1: is that? I mean, is it still in the realm of possibility?
3: Yeah, it's always in the realm of possibility, uh, and especially since uh, Conan's got some long-term plans at this point, that yeah. could be something that we uh, could see further down the line. Like a little split in the family would be nice. Um, I'm just saying, I would really love to see Dallas tear that mask off of Psycho Clown. Just you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's mean enough to do it too. Right? I mean, she doesn't play. If you haven't seen Dolly's before, because CMLL, I I can agree. Brenda touched on this earlier. It's hard to find if you're not a dedicated fan. If you haven't seen Dolly's before, you are in for a treat. She is brutal. Like, it's incredible what she does. And, I mean, I'm excited to see her do this. (laughs) And and again, for her, this brings in a lot of fresh matchups. Oh, yeah. People we haven't seen her against, a chance to see the kind of fusion of her. Style and somebody like lady shawnee um or lady marvia i mean like can you imagine the match i mean hard-hitting crazy yes. and
3: I mean, well weird. i mean you you said that but you keep saying hard-hitting and crazy but you you haven't said taya's name yet
2: yeah well i was getting <laughs> to that because yeah,
3: like you I have mean, to that, work your way up yeah <laughs> that's
1: that's somewhat of like a, a, a kind of a dream match you know right? but yeah you agree really, yeah. like you know, we've ta- we've seen in, in more U.S.-based people who come into the picture and automatically get that, that title opportunity. I don't foresee that happening here. I mean, could it be cool to jump to it? Yeah, I mean, if you really want just, to just kind of get to what I think a lot of fans want to see, or do you kind of build that road there? Now, it is a little tricky because, you know, building that road means you also then have to put over Dallas. And how do you do that? Do you do that by putting, you know, like— you know compromising your own talent um so i feel like that's going to be something where maybe i could imagine like a multi-woman match um in which you know first pinfall so that, that way it's not necessarily a road where she starts beating a whole line of other women but it's an opportunity that's earned through maybe being in a match with multiple women
3: uh, and again that's where i would do you if i were booking I would have her jump the line and have somebody from Law and Price or I'll help her cheat and win that match, so mm-hmm. that the fans were really invested in not liking her. But you know, we will see because Conan is definitely a smarter wrestling guy than I am. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, well, I mean he, he knows
1: what he's he's doing. Again, there's a lot of a lot of potential here, and so I mean we talked about this with Baby with that jump from. Triple A to CMLL. And now we see the reverse. Um, you know, I guess is it which one is still kind of the bigger deal? Um, I guess in 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 your guys' opinion of you know the biggest the bigger defection.
2: Oh my gosh, I don't know. Negro Casas had definitely been with CMLL longer. It was just mm-hmm. over thirty years, but Fabio Apache was really Triple A through and through. Oh, I mean, family it's the same connections. DL. It yeah,
3: really is the same deal in reverse family yeah, connections it's about the, and everything yeah
2: same level of
3: mm.
2: yeah it's it's really interesting and we mentioned you know crazy and hard hitting but i would be remiss if i didn't also mention the AAA a style is very different from the cmll yes. style and yes. we tend to have a lot more frantic fast pacing crazy spots um you know you just See more, and it it's it's just at a faster pace. And to see Negro Casas in that environment too, I think is going to be very exciting. To see Dolly's in that environment, I think is going to be very exciting. You know, a faster, uh, mm-hmm. more energetic match with different pacing. Very cool. Um, oh, so yeah, go ahead.
3: Oh, you just put an image in my head that I didn't realize when I first read the announcement. Uh, just. That we could have an a, a feud with with uh, Negro Casas and Doctor Wagner or Blue Demon, who have had some of the best long feuds with for Poythos
2: over the last few years. Yeah, that would be incredible, right? And and I mean, he he has stated his intention to <laughs> wrestle until he physically can't, but when he gets ready to stop wrestling. A, a career place this match is like a natural fit mm-hmm. there, and so somebody is going to become a superstar. I hope it's not Psycho Clown. Psycho Clown's already <laughs> a, well. I mean, I, I, he doesn't not need even it. a personal opinion he on doesn't him. Doesn't need it. No, you're he's, right. yeah, he's yeah, he's the top of the pyramid. I mean, mm-hmm. he is literally as high up as you can get in AAA right now. He is so well known, but they could build a new star they, well, with or something they could like this
3: really firmly. They could push. You can go even higher to use the their current champ, or, uh, or Bandito, or you know any of these these guys that are are at the top but not quite. They can
2: finally, pull the trigger fans. on Mister Iguana and move him to the top of the card. Yeah, they can have anybody. No, I, anybody I know it sounds the like the a joke, but I'm him. serious. No. If you have ever seen Mister Iguana at CCW, the match he would have with Negro Casas. <sighs> I mean, yeah. he, he's belted in judo, um, he does MMA, like, Mr. Iguana can go. I mean, I know he's yeah. a novelty act, but he is legitimate. Well, and-
1: I, I think it could be a great turning point, and so I feel like, too, you could have a moment, and we see this a little bit more in American wrestling, when you have maybe a comedy character in a more serious match or serious storyline, um, or have a moment where like this this switch flips um yeah. like a lot like a sammy, a sammy zane um where you, yeah events. yeah yeah so i think that there's a lot of potential there for that um and where this could be an opportunity even though he loses if he does lose you know it would be a real turning point where there's enough respect earned yep. under mr iguana that you know people start to see him in a different light even in a loss which you could, could- yeah. Benefit Negro Casas was still having a, a a win, and, you know, Mr. Um, Iguana is looked at as, you know, the loser, but a very tough competitor.
3: Yeah, you could do the, the Stone Cold change at that point, mm-hmm. for those of you yeah. who don't remember. Stone Cold was not a very liked person until he refused to tap out uh, at, in a major pay-per-view, and uh, suddenly he became the most over person ever, so... And I'm just saying, it would be you could use that similar energy. So,
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And something else we haven't touched on but could be very interesting for the pair is something that AAA does that CMLL does not do is they have a mixed tag team championship. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And, and those
3: two would be a fantastic addition to that. Fantastic.
2: Yeah. And we just recently saw them take the belts back from Sammy Guevara <laughs> and Ty Conti in mm-hmm. AEW. And so it really... I mean, I I don't want to say that there could have been plans for something like that, but it fits perfectly. I
3: strongly suspect that that was part of the enticement they used, if nothing else. They'll give you a good go with these, because how unique is that to have a tag team championship with your partner, right? Like, it's not... Not everybody gets to do that. So
2: Well and if they build up to the Taya feud, I mean you want to fight yeah. another married couple for the t- titles, like I mean <laughs> yeah. that would be an excellent lead up for Taya oh, yeah. Johnny, you know, maybe they don't win against Negro Costas and Delis and then they have a Reina de Reinas championship match over it. I mean I, I, I don't want to tell come. Conan how to do his job, but that <laughs> Wait, would make me spend my money. <laughs> so try
3: we keep trying, but that that's because Conan already did a good enough job that he's got our head spinning with all the possibilities. Yeah. I- so I'm sure that? all of
1: <laughs> all of these were you know, in discussed or somewhat in the works and we're just kind of maybe sharing some trade secrets or, or thoughts. But I think that's also a really good point with uh those mixed tag uh championships and how again that could be where they make their you know, big, um, you know, impact first, um, through that or, you know, cause too good, it feels like right now with, with those tag belts, you know, once they were, were brought back and, and won, you know, it could really be anyone's game right now. So I feel like that's a really good spot to start with and right. then kind of move up from there.
3: Uh, and one other thing we haven't talked about is that by being aligned with AAA, uh, we have a much greater chance of them coming to the United States in the near future. So to Dusty's point about not have, being able to see Negro Casas, imagine being like me and not being able to go to Mexico City like you know, without getting a passport and then having to take a lot of time and then making sure I'm not you – know, going to get kidnapped while I'm in Mexico City by by myself so uh, yeah like now I could potentially just go see him in Chicago or Los Angeles
2: yeah I mean and, and I'm in the same <laughs> boat like he has never been near here that I know of and but the possibility that he could come now is very exciting or that yeah. he comes within a travelable distance and the chance to see him yeah is in person is is fleeting and so like you've got to strike while you can on that
3: and the same is true with dallas i mean we she's been locked away um i know for a fact that she is uh she and and uh, avispa have a really good relationship so i i'm sure she wants to come up to the states and work and i so you know it'll be very interesting to see obviously since this all happened so fast, they're not on the Mass Republic uh, visas right now, but maybe soon. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it shouldn't I mean they've done enough of these now that Mass Public <laughs> is really kind of fantastic yeah. at what they do. And yeah, so I, I, I hope to see that very soon. That would be incredibly exciting.
1: Yeah. It's a, you know, a, a huge, huge get for AAA, and I'm very curious if now, I mean, we've seen this in the States between WWE and AEW, um, but now that we've seen kind of defection both ways, do you think there's going to be more happening this year?
3: Well, that's the way of of life in the world, but also particularly the wrestling world. You're going to see, once you've seen that it can happen and you can see the, the splash and the, the impact that it makes, you're going to see more of it. Like, to your point, we saw a lot of it happen with WWE releases when they were doing the mass releases. There were people that were excited to be released because that meant that they could do things and they always make a big deal the other way. When they sign a new person, whether they're going to NXT or they're going straight to Raw or SmackDown, there's always a big announcement that the, the wrestling fans can find somewhere and, and it creates a big splash. Same thing is going to happen now. You're going to have people going both ways. They're both, both companies are going to look at it as like we're getting one over on the other company. It's more bitter. It is much more bitter between AAA and, and CMLL. So they are going to try and take every shot that they can. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if secret negotiations were going on as we're recording this. Who mm-hmm. no,
1: knows? That mean it's a big year ahead uh, between CMLL and AAA. I guess it's wondering who's next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Justy, let's go to speculation station here. Who who would you <laughs> like to see?
2: Um, well, the I don't know that I would necessarily like to see him in Triple. I wouldn't not like to see him, but I feel like the biggest name and the most unlikely name would be Ultimo Guerrero. Mm. I mean, oh, wow. that's the only name that could I mean, I feel like that's really the only name bigger than Negro Casas that could jump. I mean, well, in all seriousness. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh I mean, it's it's not an impossibility. It's just uh, very very yeah. unlikely. Um but like Volador Jr, I would love to see him in AAA do more of the high flying stuff.
3: He would be able to do much more of his stuff, yeah. Yeah.
2: And maybe even somebody like Hechicero, just to see him in see, some fresh matchups. There and,
3: it is. That that's the I mean, I'm hoping that either he gets gets a big Jump up, or but yeah, he is a, the most underused guy in CMLL, in my opinion.
2: I, I've, I'm hoping, especially now with Negro Costas leaving, that he's worked with Japan before, worked with New mm-hmm. Japan. Maybe during Fantastica Mania, you know, like if they could find something special for him, he could really impress everybody.
3: But I have, I have one, and I don't know how plausible this is. Like I'm, I look forward to hearing this getting denied by all the people who know way more about the political situation. But with Diamante Azul out of CMLL and uh, Blue Demon doing all kinds of things, it'd be interesting to see if they tried to snag him back for a big signing.
2: Ooh. Yeah, and they are... uh, And Diamante Azul, DMT Azul, (laughs) whatever he's known by right now, he, uh, he is not... Technically signed with AAA, I believe he's indie and just per appearance with AAA. So if CMLL, I mean, they could take that feud CMLL and do huge things there.
3: Oh, that's that's and, an even bigger point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very. That would be very very exciting.
3: Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had, I, I love to indulge in speculation, Station Miranda. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to take no. you out. No, but. no,
1: I think that was just more, again, just for those wrestling fans which sometimes I'm in that boat that not as familiar with the inner workings of you know CMLL and AAA so I think being able to share again kind of those parallels between you know what we have in the states with WWE and AEW versus you know what that looks like in Mexico with CMLL and AAA um, and I think being able like you mentioned Brendan um, you know that's kind of an aspect of professional wrestling in general but we don't see it as much in lucha libre because of the deep rooted you know uh, kind of dynamics between these two companies that are rooted in family and rooted in decades of you know uh you know wrestling political issues and and loyalties exactly family dynamics um you know much much more where it's not as uh you know common as we see it here in WWE and AEW where you know someone is released they have 90 days or 30 days and then they come back you know like you mentioned with uh Negro Casas like he was advertised for shows um in the yes. in the coming future and now has made his way so we don't have those same types of you know non compete and things in 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 these two promotions too so it truly is um more shocking when it happens
3: yeah it is and, and so those of that live through the old wrestle the monday night wars it's kind of like that energy where you never know what a difference a week makes it's still the, the classic line you never know where somebody's going to turn up that's why i say I think they're going to lean into that, and they're going to see a lot more secret negotiations and, and surprise signings uh, this year.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think this is just the beginning of the the surprises for the year. And, and Lucha and wrestling, just in general, have been very surprising and crazy this year, so I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs>
3: right? Vince like, is back, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: we are going to be covering that, uh, pretty much anything that we hear uh, and anything that uh, happens in the world of Lucha Libre here on the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast, so make sure you stay tuned to future episodes because, man, this feels like you said, it's only the beginning. We're just in the third week of January 2023. We still got 11 more months and some change to go. So where we end off the year uh, will be very, very interesting.
3: I got to say, it's a totally different energy than the beginning of 2021, really. Right? Totally <laughs> <laughs>
1: different energy from the beginning of 2022, 2021, uh, with, you know, on the heels of, of some pretty big swaps <laughs> happening um, between AAA and, and CMLL. And I even, and I, swap implies that it's a, you know, it's a business, a swap? No, it's just you know, tit for tat maybe. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I. <laughs> yeah. I think
3: that's a better term for yes, it. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, but again, we're just gonna keep watching this and covering it whenever we see it on the Lucha Central Weekly podcast. So make sure that you stay tuned to this show for more on the inner workings of CMLL and AAA. Our last news bit of the week comes from Major League Wrestling. And if you haven't heard by now, Major League Wrestling will now have a new weekly prime time show on Reels channel. That's R-E-E-L-Z. It's kind of a smaller network that's more known for movies. Uh, but they are now getting into the world of professional wrestling with MLW Underground Wrestling, which is a new era of wrestling for MLW. I mean, we've highlighted MLW Underground before on this show, which has been really the archives of MLW, um, MLW Underground has been on YouTube and really highlighting MLW when it was first coming together as the spiritual successor of ECW, um, by the way, you could still find episodes of MLW Underground on MLW's YouTube page, really some great wrestling, including some Lucha Libre action, um, From those episodes, really the early stages of MLW, but it had that ECW feel um, and even carried some ECW talent and storylines in those early episodes of Underground. But this new iteration of MLW Underground Wrestling um, is going to be premiering Tuesday, February 7th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Reels and already announced for their first episode, we're going to have E.J. uh versus Jacob Fatu, um, I believe. So, uh, trying to remember, looking at this. Yes, I believe Jacob Fatu. So, a pretty big uh, event. They're also going to see some of the, um, you know, big MLW stars like your MLW world champion, Hammerstone. Of course, your women's featherweight champion, Taya Valkyrie uh john pennegan uh microman um all of the big names um from um uh, from MLW there. And I apologize, I got the uh, match incorrect. So the uh, match scheduled for the first episode is EJ um versus Hammerstone. Um, so it's an a last man standing match for the world championship. So um, I think I got that confused with another match or just got that flipped in my head. But um, that is going to be for february 7th for the debut of um mlw underground wrestling um again it's kind of a unique channel kind of a niche channel but for mlw now this will be on top of fusion too so you're going to have mlw underground wrestling and then fusion that's still going to be airing um online so um, I'm curious your guys' thoughts real quick about having MLW, having this, this secondary show, and what you may think, it, how it could also benefit some of the luchadors that they tend to feature.
2: Go ahead, Dusty. Uh, what's that? I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, I was just just like, uh, like your thoughts on on MLW uh, debuting the MLW Wrestling Underground show um, and how this may impact the luchadors that it features um, on its product.
2: I, I think it's a great thing. I I think that the luchadors, any exposure is good exposure. Reels is on everything that I know of. At least it's on DirecTV and AT&T U-verse because I see commercials for it at my grandmother's and at work all the time. <laughs> and uh, And so a lot of people get the Reels channel, and I think that by having this and having that exposure for everybody that we're going to see a lot more of them. We saw the viral moments like with Microman, and if they could harness that into TV and get people watching, I I still remember – I've talked about this before – flipping through the channels and seeing Rey Mysterio on ECW when I was a young kid and just how exciting and different it was. And I think that… There's still a lot of chance for that happening. People don't really flip the channels like they used to, but for a kid to just turn the TV on and get the chance to see Lucha Libre on TV is going to be huge. And more than even adults, kids can kind of suspend that disbelief and see the magic in it. And to see it on such a common channel like Reels, I think that we're going to get a lot more – Momentum and upward momentum behind Lucha Libre this year than we've ever had before, and MLW is no small part of that.
3: Uh, yeah, so I think uh, the fact that we're getting a second show, which means we're getting more MLW content in general, as well as, to, code that, to Dusty's point, uh, that uh, it's going to be more accessible by being on a, a pretty major channel. Uh, that we're going to see have there's going to be more opportunities for the Lucha as well. Like before the big issue is that you only have an hour and, you know, and a limited number of tapings. So if you miss the, the one taping, you're kind of out of luck for the, for like a few months, but um, with an extra show and more opportunities, I think we're going to see more. I think we're going to see more of the Lucha talent that they do because they, on fusion, they like to, to point out that they use multiple styles, and Lucha is one of the styles they give credit to to wanting to uh, expose. So I think uh, we're going to see a lot more more Lucha, to Dusty's point, just as a result of more time, if nothing else.
1: Yeah, um, I agree with, with both of your assessments on, you know, uh, any additional time on television is better for the luchadors uh but also just MLW in general um and we talked about it a little bit last week where Cesar Duran has announced that he's looking to make MLW Azteca a proper promotion so this could also be where we see MLW Azteca come into the fold um hopefully uh you know um so I you know and and MLW or in general too, kind of goes in different creative directions a lot. You know, they could do campy, they could do serious, they could do more hard hitting. So, um, you know, I I hope that there's a lot of creativity that goes into this, but you're right to just in general, having another platform, um, for, you know, more talent to be highlighted, more matches to be seen, um, you know, just a, a wider range for people to be able to access this is going to be great. Um, and Dusty, you're, you're correct. As far as Reels is available on providers like DirecTV, Dish, Um, Xfinity, Spectrum, Um, DirecTV Stream, uh, Sling, as well as the Reels library, um, is available on streaming platforms like Amazon, Roku, Fire, uh, Pluto. So maybe we'll start to see some of those MLW episodes and matriculate into the library in a kind of a broader streaming format, which would work because I, you know, especially in the streaming formats, um, seeing how. You know, Impact has their own streaming channel. Um, Fight TV now has their own streaming channel, and they air you know, older episodes of Ring of Honor as well as independent promotions. You know, those could be a great way to um, showcase, uh, you know, wrestling um, in a way that's really a, a little to no cost. In streaming, and so that could be a really great avenue for MLW to grow that audience. But, uh, you know, hey, more MLW on my TV is a good thing, so
3: I'm excited for it. We're running into this problem again Where I just don't have enough hours in the week
1: Right That's another <laughs> thing too I mean it's a pretty saturated market now too But Tuesdays You know is is um, uh, You have NXT As the, the only other product um, At that time So it's not necessarily a wrestling heavy night But you know There's literally wrestling every day of the week So it's hard To to split your time
3: Yeah <laughs> At least now, though, I know that any night of the week I can come home from work and probably be able to find some wrestling, so that's that's great. So,
1: again, MLW Underground Wrestling will premiere Tuesday, February 7th, 10pm uh, Eastern, 7pm Pacific, on the Reels Network. Again, just go ahead and check your local cable provider if you have it, um, and if you don't, uh, column add it if you like um or we'll keep an eye out on the reels library to see if uh mlw underground wrestling content matriculates into that but congrats to mlw um with that big move um we'll be excited to cover mlw underground wrestling on the lucha central weekly podcast and with that We did it. We have made it to the end of this week's episode. Thank you all so much to for listening. Um, Hey, you know, we are a proud part of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast, or we are a proud part of the Lucha Central Podcast Network, which you can find on LuchaCentral.com, but there's a lot of other stuff that you can find on LuchaCentral.com. Brendan, can you let our lovely listeners know what else they can find on LuchaCentral.com?
3: Well, yeah, so if you're listening to this and you haven't been to LuchaCentral.com, it's definitely time to do it. Uh, LuchaCentral.com is your online home for Lucha Libre, where you can get all of the top news in English and in Spanish. You can find the best curated content and original content that is not seen anywhere else. You can find when Lucha Libre events would be happening in your area. Find photo galleries from top photographers covering Lucha Libre all around the world. It's a place to have your voices heard from weekly polls to annual awards, seen and read by top executives in all of the major Lucha Libre companies across the globe. And here we go. On top of all of that, it's free. So it's time to go over to LuchaCentral.com, your centralized place for all things Lucha Libre.
1: Brendan Uh, While you're at it, go ahead and follow Lucha Central on social media at Lucha Central on Facebook and Instagram and at luchacentral.com on Twitter. You can always check out Lucha Central's YouTube page where you can find all of the archived episodes of the Lucha Central weekly podcasts in English and in Espanol, as well as interviews, matches and exclusive content you're not going to find anywhere else. While you're at it, go ahead and follow us on social media. Dusty, where can our Listeners find you.
2: I am on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dusty Murphy, and I am on Instagram at Dusty Murphy.
1: And Brendan, where can our listeners find you?
3: I am 321 T-Shirt Guy. That's the numbers, 321. T-Shirt Guy is all spelled out. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Oh, well, I spoiled it there. I'm on <laughs> Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and I'm all over the Twitters.
1: And me, Miranda Morales, you can find me at the hashtag Miranda, hashtag spelled out on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us. Let us know if you are an independent wrestler, promotion, fan, uh, you know, referee, photographer, um, in the world of Lucha Libre. We'd love to cover more of independent wrestling on the Indie Roundup. So please feel free to reach out to us. Also, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast streaming platform like google play itunes spotify don't forget to subscribe rate and review subscribe so that way you get a notification each and every time a new episode drops you could leave us a five star rating and you can leave us a review let us know your thoughts or also reach out to us on social media about things we should cover your thoughts on things that we've talked about do you agree do you disagree let us know we would love to hear from you so, for Brendan Barr and Dusty Murphy, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you all so much, and we will be with you next